Welcome to episode number 13 of the Bluegrass Race Hub. My man, joining us for the first time, David Brackett. You saw him holding up the 13 to make sure I didn't screw it up for the third time in a row. I am also joined by the HMFIC, Jason Collins. I'll let them run through and tell you what they drive and what they do and why you should care about it. Go ahead, Dave. Lead us off. Uh, just learning what you guys do. Try to be part. Number of the driver of the number 38 Silverado and uh, Camaro David Brackett in the Truck and Cup Series. I'm uh, Jason Collins, uh, the resident HMFIC. We are live with our 13th episode, and we're going to be discussing what happened last week in Michigan, uh, as well as talking about tonight's race in the trucks at Atlanta. Yeah. Uh, interesting race with six cautions. Um, not, not what well, I'm guessing. It's not what anybody expected at Michigan. Um, we, we had some long stints of good racing, but the, a little more caution laden than I'm sure everybody anticipated. Um, it was, a I had a pretty bad race and, oh yeah, it's good thing David's here. Cause I screwed his race up too, by chopping his nose off at the end. So that I did real good on that. So talking <laughs> about the end of the beginning, I, I think it was towards the end because uh, I got caught down on the pit cycle because I was running up in the I was running up in the top ten and I uh, just pitted at the wrong time when the cautions fell and when I came back out I was just man on a mission and I sh- should have been a little more patient and then fortunately I put my I ended up finishing twenties eighth and i ruined your race so it was just a real class act by me (laughs) i didn't ruin it i guess i should have followed you into the pits (laughs) so taylor peacock ended up winning uh last week at michigan in the truck series the money man himself mr money uh locks himself into the playoffs led 28 laps uh colbert was second with 27 laps uh, Colbert looked like he was the favorite to win again, to be honest. Uh, and then Taylor, like I said, comes out and pulls out a, a victory. Um, and I'm sure he was ecstatic about that. Bobby Hall Jr. finished P2. Cody Anderson, P3. Ronnie Scherr Jr., P4. Peyton Hubbard was P5. So those guys uh, all ended up having a great uh, show in last week. It was a little more caution than what I typically would expect from a bluegrass race. Uh, but when you put 39 drivers on a track, I mean – who knows what's going to happen as, as we clearly have seen. Uh, and that goes all the way from the trucks to the cup stuff happens. Yep. Um, and then the Xfinity series looks like uh, Jason Ayerson, which I'm not going to lie. I, I don't even know who this guy is. I don't know. I don't you. I, I'm sorry, <laughs> I but I, I, I've maybe heard him speak once or twice. Uh, he led two laps. Um, Blake Hensley ended up leading 34 laps in this race. Uh, so Your Jason, buddy. Jason That's got P one. Mo Abbey got P2, Hensley P3, Hobbs P4, Bridges P5. So those guys all came out, and, um, you know, it was a much cleaner race than what we had in the trucks when we had three total cautions, which one of those being the stage. So technically, we had really had two cautions. Um, and then jumping over to the Cup Series, it was uh, a little different. Had about that is, eight cautions. That's one way to put it. <laughs> yeah. So going to the this is one of the big topics that I know we uh, we've discussed in the Discord over the course of the last week. Um, so 
Mike Peters ended up winning the race. A um, little bit of controversy on pit road. Keith Hackney was P2, Curtis Preston P4, and Huffman P... I'm sorry, Preston P3, Huffman P4, yeah. Farmer P5. Um, let's talk about that pit road incident. Obviously, we, I think that's something that's on everybody's mind. Um, oh, yeah. But kick it off. Tell us what you what your so, uh, thoughts are. Yep. So, obviously, I am... Uh, fortunate that i get to tell my side of the story we've we've seen most people have seen mike's side of the story i'm not reading all that like i said um but basically we we got onto pit road and i was approaching my box and there was a car exiting their boxes i was getting to mine and i know that the cars are supposed to be ghosted coming out of their box and they are to a certain extent but i've had times where i've really committed to that and it didn't it, it's, it, yeah and it, and it ruined my race so i was trying yeah. to be i was trying to be extra cautious and give this guy time to go yeah while while i was doing that i was slowing down and i i didn't think it would be an issue i, I was gonna have to dive in late and the some of the other people said oh you're gonna miss your box totally they're if I was going pit road speed, if I was going 55 miles an hour, yeah, I would have missed my box, but that's why I was slowing down to enter it. And uh, when I made the attempt to do that, Mike was two two cars back of me. And as I dove down into my box, he simultaneously dove to the left to pass us. Right. Um, so from, from where I'm sitting and I know that people are going to disagree and think because I get to be on here and say this, that like, I get to kind of dictate the narrative, but from, from where I'm sitting, if the roles had been reversed, if, if I were Mike, I would have simply went to the outside lane, which was unoccupied, but I was told that was a, maybe not the the brightest suggestion, but that's what I would have done and not hit any cars or you know you see two lanes of traffic you see guys coming out of their boxes you see guys going in i would go to the path of least resistance so i get down there and i I get turned around and i went from i don't i can't i think i entered the pits and i was like roughly top 15 ish give or take a little bit and because of that i i came out you know 30th or something and I've said on here many times, I know that like I'm not a top flight cup driver. I'm I'm running in cup to race with these guys that are, that are yeah, they're they are better than me. I'll tell every damn near every one of them in there. Not every single one of them, but the guys that are, you know, running in the top fifteen every week that have been in the cup series for a couple of years, I know these guys are better than me. I I'm trying to learn from them. And I was having a pretty good run. I ended up having, a, I think I finished 13th or something. So I, I wasn't super mad about it. Um, but immediately after the race, I, I've never posted, protested anyone before. So I sent David a message and, a, and, and I can, I could even show you, but I was like, Hey David, I've, I've never protested before. And I'm not super concerned with what happens to the guy. I just don't want this to happen anymore to other people right because if it it was someone that's not me someone that's racing for a championship they're they're you know top 10 in points it would be a an even bigger deal which it's become a big deal for no reason in in my opinion yes um but uh david made his ruling i'm sure he 
he talked to whoever else he has to talk to about these things and came to their conclusion. They docked Mike two points, and I think he gets a EOL for a, or a no quality or something for a week or two. Uh, something like I don't that. Even, I don't even think I gave him a no quality. I think I just put him on a probationary period where he yeah. just can't cause any more incidents or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, probation and two points. So then, again, if we turn the tables, if if I were in his position, um, if I if I had won that race, and I've locked myself into the playoffs. I don't give a discount fuck about two points. Nope. I, I think it, it's hard to say. I think everyone knows this because there are people that are disagreeing with me. I th- we should all, you can't piss past people on the left in pit lane because pe- guys are entering boxes and coming out of boxes. Like it's just, it's just never going to work. Well, what I'm, what I think, uh, his main argument or what, you know, his, what he was trying to get across his point was that he doesn't want people to think that he wrecks guys on pit road. Um, he wanted to, you know, clarify that he, like try, he was trying to argue his point of why he did what he did. Um, because he didn't want to be seen as a guy who just drives through people, whatever it may be. And I, I understand his point. I get it. But at the same time, it was really unnecessary. Like the whole, whole argument was unnecessary. Um, like you, I didn't read most of it. I read some of it, but I didn't read most of it because I'm not going, I'm just not going to waste, you know, waste my time reading. Um, because the penalty had already been handed down. He was told prior that he was being protested. He was told prior to contact David Brackett. He was told to appeal it prior. And, and so all these things were given to him and told to him. And I was kind of like when he was sitting there calling out race control, it's, I mean, to be honest, like I was kind of getting mad about it because I'm like, hold up. I told you specifically the other day that this was out of my hands, that it was no longer my call. Um, so I'll be the heavy on the rest of this after yes. looking at all the replays that everybody sent in. He sent in a bunch of stuff, bunch of replays too. When you look at it, so I'm kind of, I don't want to say realist, but yeah, it's a simulator and everything. So with the rules, you stay to the right. Um, part of the argument is, well, these guys slowed down. They weren't doing pit speed. Well, if you're driving down the freeway and you can't move to the left to pass a car in front of you that's going slow, you don't just drive through it. You can't move. Up. You, you just, it's kind of common sense. You have to slow down. Well, and whether you're racing or not, if you're going to lose a couple tens, a couple seconds, you still can't put your car into where there is somebody already. He chose not to slow down and figured, oh, they're not doing pit road speed. So I'm just going to go around to the left and pass him on the left because his pit was, he qualified well and was in, I believe, the top five. Like P2, he qualified P2. So his box is and way down there. Way down. So you're allowed three in, three out. He chose not to. You, I believe, were doing what you could to let cars that had pitted earlier. You were back in the field at that time. They had already completed their pit stop. We're pulling out. You merged, let them slow to let them in. You got some help from behind from another car that was coming out. There was a little bit of contact, but everything checked out and everybody thing would have worked out fine. He chose to pass on the, try to pass on the left. And and that's the issue. Made contact and spun you. If there had been no contact and hadn't spun, 
then yeah. there would have been no problem. But he still he made the move to the left, and it's kind of by the rules. You just you don't do that, and it's kind of over and done. Yeah. As, as far as I'm concerned, and there's I didn't just make that decision on myself. That I showed a few people the video, mm-hmm. and everybody said the same thing. So, and that's the thing is, it's not just one person making a decision. It's a it's a collective of peers, other racers, other guys in the league, and they're making that decision based on the rule book. And the rules state, you know, that you need to stay to the right side on pit road. And I get there's times when that's not feasible, but at this point in time, there was no reason for it not to happen. Like you said, you could have slowed down or as the right line. I, as, or the right as, line. as Alex pointed out. And I, this is the first thing I saw. He had 20 feet to the right to go around him. Now I know there's a line there, a uh, double yellow or whatever it was, but still that is allowed. If you, if you think that you need to go around them that, because we're for one, we're under caution. Let's just be realistic. You're not losing anything really. We're under yeah. caution. You're not going to gain much. You're not going to lose much. It may be a position, maybe two at the most, but we're under caution. The need to slow down here was more um, evident than the need to try to hurry up and get around somebody. Cause prior to that, we had saw he passed another car, which he did it on the right side, which is fine, but he had, he'd already passed another car while everybody else, you know, they're under caution and they're kind of just like taking their time, easing through it, whatever. And I get that he's in a race. It's a, it's a competition, and he's a competitor, and he wants to hurry, 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 and get there. And I get that, and I, I 100% understand uh, the thought process behind that. But uh, at the same time, you just can't run people over or not listen to what the rules say. And, and ultimately, it's, you know, he's the poster boy for not doing this again. That's, you know, essentially what we're trying to get out is, we don't want people to do this again. So yeah, you were given a two point penalty. It's two points. And the bad, the bad (laughs) thing with all this, with the stage racing and just, I see it in real NASCAR. I see it in other leagues and this league is everybody's so aggressive. They want that stage points. They've, the race really doesn't start until After after the stage, after the stage. And y'all can look it up on YouTube and do the research on the question on why Carl Edwards retired. Mm-hmm. If you actually look why. at some, some of his interviews that he talked about when they started talking about throwing uh, NASCAR cautions or competition cautions or commercial cautions, he's like, why? Yep. But, he didn't then, like it it. Just, then it just breaks it down into three or four different races. You know, you have the first 10 laps or the 20. No, it's, it's, it's the whole race. And, I'll say I'm old and I just do this for fun. I'm not that competitive anymore. I try to have good days and it's just, yeah, I do it for fun. It's, I think most people do it for hard, fun to race it, that hard as some of these guys do for the stage, just for, you know, some of these guys racing hard. One for point, 20, two points, you know, save it for the end of the race. You know, it's still, it's NASCAR. It's five, you know, I, if we did this for 500 laps or 500 miles, like a, the, we kind of simulate it with 50% fuel and tires. 50% length. For the length of the race, then you still got to. That's. I mean, this is end. still long racing. I mean, that's just the simple of it. It's the, These are long races and there's strategies involved. And, yep. you know, we tell everyone uh, you got to 
know the rules and follow the rules and that's just the gist of it man you gotta do, do what the rules say and that's ultimately that's what we're breaking down is saying that the rule was stay right straight. on pit road and you gotta finish the race yeah yeah and not so i'll say this we've we've talked about like when you're new to a league and making good impressions and not making a bunch of enemies right off the rip. And I'm not saying that Mike has made an enemy out of me. I'm not going to go out and wreck him. I don't, I don't care. This whole thing's behind me, but it's a thing that he's carried on. But mm-hmm. if, if I were in his position and if he listens to this, if he's listened to this podcast in, in the past, he knows that I, I'm not a guy that's going to be competing for the championship. He's won a race. He is going to be locked in. For a yeah. championship. So let's say, you know, we're in the playoffs and he's having to run through the field or whatever mm-hmm. through a pit cycle. Would you rather have, you know, a good rapport with me or we had to, I had to see these big walls of text that I'm not going to bother. And I, obviously I know like he's frustrated and it's frustrating for me to like, for someone to make this big deal about it. Like, Oh, it's frustrating for me as well. I'm not. You already admitted you didn't read them all. I read them all. (laughs) (laughs) I, I, dude, I just like I told him if if my wife sends me a text that long, it's like uh, just call me. I'm not. (laughs) I ain't doing doing it, bro. At this point, we might as well have a conversation about it in voice chat. uh, The way I look at it. But here's the thing: when we let's say we get to Phoenix and he's in the final four, am I going to race him harder? If I'm running back there and, you know, 13th and 14th and he's got to come through the field. Yeah, I sure am. And, and that's part of it. <laughs> a lot of these new guys, they don't understand. Yeah, you can be fast and, you know, stuff like that. But if you piss off the guys that you're racing with every week, because you got to race with these guys for 21 weeks. That's a long time. Yeah, All right. this, ain't, this ain't Gran Turismo. Like we're stuck to get. <laughs> I'm not stuck in here with you. You're stuck in here with me. You know, <laughs> and we we talked about Rocky Boyd last time and Rocky's uh, aggressiveness that we saw. It was just you know really wasn't necessary. Um, yeah, it just and it's we had Keith on last time. It's the same kind of thing that he dealt with. Like there were like I never had any like personal inner like racetrack interactions with him but i saw how he was treating other people when he first got here and it's like if he gets to me i'm not i'm not just gonna let him by right and you that's know, like he, he's gotta earn it yeah that's a lot how a lot of these guys that have been here and you know new guys come in and they don't understand it's not just you know it's a little bit more than just a racing community in, in a sense because um we we have built relationships with each other and you know stuff that's spilled over into real life at this point where we have friendships built over course of many many years now so um we obviously we, we love having these new guys we love having people in here and and obviously for me any kind of controversy to an ex- certain extent is good um because For the product sure. it means the product is good it means that that people care and they're putting time in and, and they actually give a shit about what's going on here. So that's, you know, a good thing for me, uh, to a certain extent, but then it gets to the point where it's just almost like you're banging your head against the wall. Like it's, you know, two points, 
You're locked in the playoffs. Who gives a shit, man? Playoffs, two points ultimately isn't going to make any difference. What, actually, what? it makes no difference because he's in the playoffs. Those aren't playoff points. Exactly. It makes no difference. Just, Only thing it's, it can make a difference is potentially uh regular season championship. Uh, maybe, you know, if he loses, let's say he's number one and he finishes two spots behind somebody for the regular season championship, you know, yeah, that might take away a couple – five bonus points going from first to second in the regular season points. I don't see that happening though. Um, yeah. I mean, I just don't see it happening. So it, it's, a, it's a, a small likelihood and the, the cup series uh, is stacked. Let's just be realistic. Oh, it's, and Even I'm not saying like, are. like, I'm not saying like I'm God's gift to driving, but like I'm, pretty competitive in trucks i get out there in the cup series and these dudes are fucking flying by me yeah it's, it's a big <laughs> difference big big difference i mean you know um some of the guys are having a hard time adjusting back to uh the competition i've noticed in the cup series like some of the guys that used to run with us they've come back and they're they're having a little bit of a time adjusting to uh the level of competition that, it, that we now have in the cup series because those dudes are fucking fast man there ain't no, no doubt about yeah. it um yeah, I, I got a front row seat <laughs> honestly you run, you run it too don't you david yeah, yeah i'm dabbling. this is yeah. i started i did half a season in another league with the new cars i just i don't care for the new cars but uh i Figured I'd do it again. I got my son back interested. He loves them. And mm. I think you guys will see that he's he's fast. He does really good in another league. And yeah, you know, he's I, fast. Why it's definitely I've, fast. I've seen it in spurts, I'm sure, over the duration of the season. Like like the macho man Randy Savage says, the cream will rise to the top. And I think yep. Wyatt is part of that cream. I know I know he's fast. Directly, but oh, I got a lot of I got a lot of people. <laughs> I, I I got some splash over. You had the pressure yeah, too high. I, uh, I I cranked the knob up way too soon. I wasn't yeah. ready for it, and then it just it got all over everybody. So <laughs> too much pressure. I'm gonna I went ahead and uploaded the results for tonight, um, just so we have a reference. But obviously, I've still got penalties and and shit to go through, and you know, d uh, dole out some stuff to guys. Um, the point Thank penalties. God, gets to do the replays and point, the, all the everybody says yeah to review i've got some point penalties to apply and stuff you know for cautions in the first 10 laps <coughs> alex <coughs> um and uh others as well so i've got to do all that uh, but so prelim, prelim preliminary uploading of the stats for now dustin ronsettle our resident golf coach from Pikeville, the, kentucky the piss missile god he loves it when i say it <laughs> pulls out the dub tonight at a wild and very, very different Atlanta. Uh, talk about the track, guys. You all were there. You lived it. You went through it. Talk about this track and how much different it is from last uh, the last rendition. The trioval. The quad oval. Let's talk about how much different it is from what we had a season ago on I, I hate the quad oval that's or the tri oval quad oval whatever you want to call it that just sucks it's hard to freaking give somebody room underneath you don't want to pinch them pinch them down underneath the red line but if you 
don't take too much, then you're going to be right into the wall. So it's, that's mm-hmm. a sketchy area. And if somebody's right on you, maybe give you a little push. It gets really loose. And a lot of guys, I don't think, understand. You do have to burp the throttle going into the corners a little bit. Keep your momentum 100%. Up. And that's why I tried to stay in the middle lane most of the time. And I was just freaking cruising through a bunch of it and making up time, trying to get laps back. <laughs> thanks, thanks to me. Thanks, thanks to me. Uh, just, I'm not going to blame you. Was maybe you had the ass blaster was leaking. Maybe you had a little water under your tires. I, I don't know. <laughs> water, yeah. water pressure is up too high. You know, and I know you said earlier, Dave didn't necessarily agree with the call that was made. Um, but like, as we all know, we're, we're supposed to be responsible for the nose of our trucks. And, you know, you got down underneath the 46 and the way that that track, it's so wide on the back stretch and the front stretch. Um, and then it closes up in the corners. So Quickly. it gives, it gives you a false sense of a, of space, a false sense of a gap. And like, I can, I know exactly cause I was in a practice race with a guy on Saturday that did the exact same thing to me where I was running P2 on the outside, come through the trial. He gets or quarter, he comes up and sticks it in there. And then we're going in the corner and all of a sudden all that space goes away. I'm maintaining my line up next to the wall and he just hits me in the left quarters. So of course I was like, the gap's not there. Why are you taking it? So the same kind of thing kind of was what I saw tonight was you had space for a second and then all of a sudden that space was gone. And as yep. him, him being the leader uh, in that line, you know, it kind of goes to what David said. You, you kind of got to burp the throttle and get out of it and like, can you just run through what happened? Like what you're thinking or experiencing at the yeah. time? Yeah, this this might make some people hate me a little less because so my intention was not to go three wide there at all. So um, I'm racing with Flex Motorsports this season. And at the start of the race, we were, I think we were two, four, six starting on the outside. And my... My main priority at the beginning of the race, I think it was Bobby out front, and I wanted to make sure that he got a lap led. So we we fire off, we come through one and two, I end up on the bottom, coming into three, and teammates are still on the outside. I've got who whoever it was in front of me at that forty six. Yep, and I'm sure he hates me and he has every right to. Um basically I, I tried to back off of him some to take some draft off of him to help my guys get a charge on the outside. And when I did that, um, we we were all kind of slowing up into the turn more than I anticipated. So I ducked down to the inside and at a normal restrictor plate or tapered space or whatever you want to call it, a Talladega or Daytona, you just slide right back up in there and everything's fine. At Atlanta, you don't have that real estate at mm-hmm. all nope so i ended up really at we were almost side by side i think i i'm kind of it's been so long ago and there were 900 racks it felt like and <laughs> we ended up entering three wide and my butthole was already like this yeah. on entry and i was like my god i hope we make it through this because if we don't i'm gonna look like the jackass of the year and buddy did i look like the jackass of the year because that was what lap two that was the second caution i wasn't even the first one yeah bridges brought the first one out so i'll yeah. go ahead and say you were still behind him believe it or not going into the corner okay. um 
it may have felt like you were side by side, but you were actually still behind him yeah. going in the corner. And then so we hit the corner, and he's uh, he's in that bottom lane, so he's already on the bottom at this point. And your car, your truck, I mean, was still under the the line a little bit. You're under the red line just a little bit, like your left sides were. And you just came up, and you just barely nicked yep. it. Barely, just, I mean, just, just enough, just enough to get him loose, of yep. course. But then what really caused the what really in my mind caused the incident was when you went to go around him. That's where yep. the problems really occurred. And essentially that's why I, you know, I wasn't too worried about the little contact and him getting loose. Cause he was saving it. He, uh, you know, it was yeah. the, when you went up to go around him, you side swap somebody else. And that's what yep. brought it I, all uh, up. I was, I was too high. I overcorrected. I right, got too yeah. high. And then, yeah. Yeah. I, cause normally, so when you see someone get sideways like that out of Talladega or Daytona, it, I, they're coming up at they're all bets are off and i was just trying to get away and the racing it, it, it's because i did it on the the fucking second or third lap or whatever it was and mm-hmm. it, it was just too early to be doing bullshit like that and it i knew that i've i felt the most bad because when i looked in my rear view mirror and i just see i just, it looks like <laughs> you know desert storm back there yeah and i'm like oh my god i'm just gonna have to eat so much shit for this and and right rightly so i it, it it's just i just shouldn't have done it period yeah. i mean and that's the biggest thing is take away from it is you know you made a mistake you owned it um if they're mad they can be mad you know 24 hours and then they just need to get over it and move on to be um you know is the way that we look at it as race cars uh, drivers we always have 24 hours to be mad about something and then you got to move on to next week and we get prepared for next week the good um, news was there were so many other wrecks that some people might be focused on other shit by now well <laughs> and and here's something i want to touch base on real quick is drivers that come down from a, t- a higher tier series to substitute for teammates two weeks in a row i've had a guy cause a caution that came down and raced for somebody else um, or subbed or whatever, and they've caused an incident. Last week it was Jeremiah Hobbs. He took out Ed Osborne of all freaking people, man. Ed Osborne having a run of his life, not really, made run of the season, I should say. Run, having one of his best runs of the season, and Ed doesn't do this a lot. I mean, Ed's kind of a mid pack guy. He doesn't have a lot of top five, top three stuff going on. So this is one of his first times where he's going to. He's, essentially he's podium been, he's been putting time in I yeah he's that. he's getting he's, better 100 he's, he's getting really fast yeah he is but it's not normal is what i'm saying like he, you can see the improvement the level that he's improved though over the course of the last few seasons um but hobbs goes in and cleans him out coming to the start finish line at michigan or i'm sorry it's on the back stretch he cleaned him out coming off a of two on the back stretch um he got right up next to him, like right here, and it pulled the air off of Ed. It made Ed move up, and instead of going to the wall, Hobbs decides that he's going to keep it right, try to keep it right on him, and they wrecked. And you know, Ed gets shuffled all the way out and destroyed, and then I think Hobbs ended up still having a semi decent finish. But here's my point: you guys are running down a series. You can't earn the the pot because the money goes back into. Um, the fund for those guys, right? It goes back into the truck series uh, championship money. Who? So if you win a race, then that money is going to go towards the top five at the end of the season. It's going to be dispersed throughout 
those guys. So there's absolutely, in my mind, other than points and just trying to have a decent finish, there's no reason to drive hard as some, as I'm seeing. Uh, just like tonight, we had Bridges on what lap one. Lap one comes up and side swaps the eighty group yeah. group roll and takes Drew takes Prowl, him yeah. out. And you know these guys are racing for um, more than just points; they're racing for a shot at the top sixteen. So you guys have to be mindful of this. Like, understand that when you come into this series or any any series for that matter, that you're not a regular in and you're racing in it. You have to show some uh, discourse, I guess, is and, and not wreck the guys that are running for a top 16 bid. I just so. hope that the guys coming down from the upper series, just because we're racing trucks and yeah, it's kind of a beginner series or we're still competitive. We're still Hell pretty yeah. fast. They yeah, don't, just because, just don't because you come down over. from the cup series doesn't mean that you're just going to run up front you still got to use the same racecraft and race etiquette as you do in the upper series correct and i've i race up there and there's some guys up there that are shady and mm-hmm. you know their race etiquette and racecraft ain't that great yep. yeah yeah they can be fast but they're fast up by themselves doing qualifying laps but Be, you being fast isn't around them, they can't do it. You know, being fast doesn't always necessarily uh, mean you're a good driver, though. And that's the thing is, you can be fast in uh, in theories, but if you're coming down and ruining the, these other guys' races, no bueno, man. Can't have it. Just there's no room for it. We just need to do better. It's the only thing I can say yeah. is do better. One of the is, things that'll fix this is we go back to like we did in first season. It was a blast. Hmm. We had, uh, I learned so much on just getting back into this again and doing this, but we running with Kinder, Justin Winters, Lancaster, the old group with Grenier, Robertson, my kid, Wyatt, just, we go out there and practice races and yeah, you don't feel comfortable with that. Kinder used to do it to me all the time. You don't feel comfortable with that. So he's going to run you a little bit closer put it right on your door. Yep. You do that in practice races. You get comfortable with it, you, and that makes every it brings everybody up a little bit more. But now you got guys that oh, we're just going to practice with our guys. Yeah. So yeah, you guys can run fast together because you have your team marching orders or however you want to play that. But you get around other people, you don't know how they run, and it's it shows in the races now. If we had more participation in some of the practice stuff and. The camaraderie, oh, the racing would be unbelievable. Yeah, but. I have to say that I think that's one one of the things that we need to get back to. You know, these practice races are being hosted. I'm hosting them for everyone's benefit. Um, utilize that time. Utilize those practice races. And, and I know not everyone can at all, you know, but there, I put up several over the weekend, and so did other people, like, there's opportunities to practice and and get the racecraft because that's what it comes down to is the racecraft. They just um, they don't have or they're lacking uh, certain racecraft that they should have, um, especially I've coming from the, a top series. I in the practice race the other night, I even got a chance to break check Brian Terry just because I could. <laughs> yeah, just for fun. Just, just for, for fun. fun. <laughs> he deserves it. So. <laughs> One of the biggest things tonight that stands out to me was the unfortunate outcome of Wes. Uh, and I know he took out a lot of drivers in this 
this with this incident. Wes is leading. He's you know he led forty four laps. Man, he was looking like he was going to be the guy to beat tonight, and he just barely got down on the apron. Man, going into one and it got loose, and then Tyler Evans was there. Had Tyler unfortunately didn't have anywhere to go, um, and it caused a massive, massive wreck. Took out you know Fernando Takahashi was running top three all night. Dude was having a race of of the season he was kicking ass and taking names best run i've seen him have in a long time actually at all in this season uh he had a you know ecstatic run but ends up getting taken out um which is unfortunate because he was doing really well and it's fun to see guys like that he's a new driver man he comes in and you know he's not had that good of runs here lately gets caught up in other people's bs or whatever um but Tonight he was running really well and doing really really good job. And unfortunately, when West got down there and and that caused that accident, it took him out as well as several of the other guys that were running up front all night. Did you all were you all I, close to that? I, yeah, I, 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 I wasn't close. I was on the radio for it though. <laughs> I I could see a little bit of it, and I hope everybody understands and realizes that. 99% of the issues and the accidents that shit happen. Nobody plans on it. Everybody's trying to be competitive and goes, you know, race good. Yeah. Nobody does it intentional. No, there's very seldom that there's intentional. And I know nobody's as perfect as me and never makes a mistake <laughs> as I posted a week or so ago. <laughs> and that was kind of just, you know, a cynical kind of, you guys understand that. No, I'm taking that. you seriously. I know that you're perfect, and we're oh, all yeah. going to bow down at your and, altar. And if you guys just get the fuck out of my way, I'd win every race. Yeah, it's, <laughs> if that's the way it should, that's the way everybody thinks, though. It's like, if you just get the fuck out of my way, I, I'd be dominating this. Uh, unfortunately, that's and not how it goes. That's the average iRacing driver. But, no, yeah, like I was saying, nobody plans on screwing up and shit happens so i understand people get mad and get pissed off and don't like this guy and don't like that guy because he did that eh, nobody's perfect in there so it, it just take it with a grain of salt and have fun and just hopefully everybody learns a little bit so uh tyler evans was um let's talk about this situation tyler evans was a lap down or something uh at the point at this point in time um he get, got caught up in the incident with Wes, right? So he's a lap down, and, and the leader, CJ Mason, is coming up on him. Um, and Tyler's on the bottom, right? CJ comes up behind him. Well, instead of merging to the top right away, Tyler kind of sits there. Well, when CJ goes to go high, then Tyler goes high. It looks awful. It looks, you know, it, it, I mean, I hate to even use the word, but it looks intentional in, to some aspect. I'm not saying that it was, and I don't think that it was, but it, it that the way that it looks, is bad. It looks real bad. Um, so in the rules, the state says a lap car, you're supposed to maintain your line um, and stuff like that. Right. So he doesn't maintain his line. And I make that announcement on the radio. And he's like, well, I don't think it should be, well, it doesn't matter what you think it should be. It, it the rules dictate what it is. So, and by four, uh, therefore by uh, utilizing the rule, it says you got to maintain your line as a uh, lap vehicle. He wasn't maintaining it. He was kind of all over the place uh, when the leaders came up. And I understand the leaders had been calling it out or something like that. But it's just still your responsibility to know where everyone's at. You have relatives. Utilize your relative. You got to know where a guy's at. You got a mirror. Um, he said he was messing with his fuel uh, and at the time and getting ready for a pit stop. And I get that. 
uh, maybe have that stuff ready on a button or a box. That way you don't have to worry about moving around the mouse and stuff. That that's just some that's part of racecraft, you know. Um, and unfortunately, you know, Tyler has racked up quite a few incidents already. That, um, that, I I just did the math. That would be seventy four. Seventy four. Seventy four on the season. On the season. He, he got to be close to me. I got to be right around that number, also. Yeah, I, and I think I've been in every incident in every race so far this season. Unfortunately, you know, I saw Tyler basically whenever the three truck got wrecked by Bobby. I saw um, the sixty-seven Michael Cole go to swerve and miss it. Well, he's already he's slowing down and trying to miss the wreck. He gets arca break by Tyler, and it's just things like that. You have to be. You see somebody wrecking. You got to slow down. You got to get out of the gas. You got to understand there's, you know, this racecraft is, is so much more than just being able to run door to door or push somebody. It's paying, you know, the situational awareness. That's where we, we used to touch on this topic a lot back in the day was people have to have situational awareness. You have to know when somebody's coming up behind you or if, uh, for instance, they're wrecking in front of you, you can't just full throttle on into that corner. Um yep. The it's yellow, days of thunder. <laughs> no, and the yellow when when the yellow comes out, your positions are frozen. Um, yep. you know, so you're not gaining or losing anything. There's no reason to just continue hammering down and, and running over somebody else. Um, so, so David, you felt like you've got a, a ton of incidents on the season. Oh, I know I do. No, you got 39. It's not great, but it ain't 74. Yeah, <laughs> no. I mean, <laughs> that's a lot. Like every. Every four, man. Happened. And I, I'm not trying to pick on Tyler. I, not either. I don't, I don't know him super well. I, I like what he's bringing to the league. I know he's got Great like, guy. he's got like 400 teams in the all three series or Five whatever. Teams total, and, yeah. He, he's and, a great guy. He, he's the kind of guy that we need. And I don't Agreed. think necessarily that he's a dirty driver. And, no. and we know how, we know how iRacing goes. You're, you're going to get four X's and stuff for shit that other people do. But when you accrue a number like that, you're, you're putting yourself in a position, put a target on yourself. Yeah. Well, it, it's not, it, not so much putting a target on yourself, but you're putting yourself in risky situations. Often, well, what I mean by where, you're putting your target on yourself for others to ridicule is what I mean. Yeah, I mean there is that, but what I'm getting at is maybe he's he's not causing all of these, but he is in these instances. He's caught up in where, them some way. Yeah, where it, it's tight racing, and maybe at times where there shouldn't be, like like I did tonight. I'll be the first one to say that, and. There, there are times, and I, I two, two what? Two weeks in a row. <laughs> two weeks in a row for me, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> two. It, it has not been the you know the cleanest shit because last season I had the fewest incidents in the league, and I talked shit about that all year. I don't think I'm going to be able to hold that one down, but it's still early. <laughs> yeah, we got a long ways to go, and things are wild. But when when you accrue a number like that, it, it's not necessarily that you're a dirty driver. It's that you're in tight racing situations. And there are times where you just have to learn to just back out and live to fight another day. And I'd like to say I've done that. I, I did that last season. Maybe I unlearned some things and I need to relearn them. But there, there are just 
there's a time and a place for everything. And I, I'm preaching to myself right now. I shouldn't have done what I did on lap two or three or whatever it was. Mm. You, you got to let the race develop. It's, I was trying to race or help a, a teammate out and, and get a position out of it at the same time. Sometimes you just got to let it go. It, yep. It's lap, lap three. It, it doesn't fucking matter, especially at a super speedway. You just, just let it go. Well, here's, um, I'm just looking at the stats, right? And with four races in, he's 27 incidents above any above second place, which is Derek Puckett. And Puckett's another one I've got to kind of say, I've seen some questionable driving out of the dude, the three truck. You know, um, Tyler has 74 and Puckett has 47. Tyler's accrued 27 more than the second place guy. He's 18.5 incidents per race. And Derek's at 11.75. So, that's, that's a lot. Aver- that's, that, that's that's averaging a black flag per race. Yes, per race. Yeah, I mean that's. So let's let's just actually, gotta clean up. I mean, it's all I'm trying to say is we just gotta clean it up. Uh, everybody needs to be aware. Let's look at the, those numbers a little bit. So just because the, we know how this works, we'll take a third off just from somebody else's incident that they're collected in. But still, that that is kind of a lot. We'll we'll give a third just for not his fault. But yeah, this I want to also give a sh- shout out to uh, Cody Verrill tonight. Did you see that? Yeah, Cody did a really good job Cody. tonight. And first season he was with us last year, he was a little rough. But boy, he didn't. Well, he didn't, he didn't run last season. He ran the season before. Remember season before? But I, and he it, was very rough. I will say he was very rough. Yeah. But. Tonight, man, Cody come out and uh, he he had let's see eight incidents. Um, had the fastest lap of the race, led six laps, did really really well. Um, I mean, very proud of Cody and the way that he ran. It's very very good. Yep, another man boy. <laughs> All right, my friends, we are on the set, the penultimate segment the one of my favorite words to use um but uh before we get to the picks and whatnot can you spell it i can you want me to yeah p-e-n-u-l-t-i-m-a-t-e and i'll go get my bachelor's degree in english off the shelf for the next show (laughs) but before we get to all this horse shit we're gonna kind of throw it to our special guest a guy that's been here from the beginning. He's he's seen where the league started, where we got to, and that's what he's going to tell us about. So, Mr. David Brackett, why don't you uh, tell us about the journey of bluegrass and wh- where where this all started? At just a a little star in in Jason's eye as he puts an eye drop into it. Holy shit! <laughs> Washing the res- re- remnants of uh, Brian Terry's. <laughs> flashlight out of them eyeballs <laughs> it's not a telescope jason you gotta clean them up. <laughs> gotta clean them up. Uh, so actually i gotta give it to my son wyatt that he got me back into or got me into i racing i used to run back in the original series on dial up with all the old nascar 2003 was mm. the newest one yeah i've been mm. doing this a while and Wyatt got back into this, and he got into the league. I was like, I think I joined halfway through 
the first season of Bluegrass and met Jason and yeah, he's uh he's a peach. <laughs> it isn't he though. Just the, the he, he jolliest fella you'd ever know. He is I actually I give kudos you, you, you started all twelve races with us actually in Did season I? one. I, yeah. I thought I missed a, a couple at first, but Oop. yeah, my my son got me in. He freaking liked it and he peed it out a little bit. Uh he's he's young and Jason was kind of rough. Uh, the end of no way, no way. Two, middle of season three. It just, but Wyatt's come back, and I've seen a huge change in Jason. And I got still. I told him earlier. I was like, "Dude, you're handling it. You're you're getting so much better, and way better with your tolerance and just handling things." So, yeah, it's 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 fun. And we're, a couple of us have been running other leagues. It's kind of petering out, and we're looking at coming back, running maybe more bluegrass. Uh, that's uh, why I came back with a next gen series. I don't like the car, but it's it's a it's a fun league, hmm. and the camaraderie and some of the guys that were there for the first season have come back. There's a couple more I'm hoping that come back. Um, Casey Barlow, and just in case. He's listening and picks us up. He's a blast. Hopefully he comes back. Uh, He's working a lot right now, so it's difficult yeah. for him. And I understand how that works for people. Uh, Noggle, he's another one that I kind of miss. He broke his wrist. He should be back within the next few weeks. But yep. Nate Mower, I believe he runs on Tuesday nights. I'm in another league for right now, but I believe he runs Tuesday night. He was always fun to run around mm. and to be with. Um, I enjoy some of the guys that probably don't like me still uh, from one of the, the first season in truck series, uh, Wes Wigan. <laughs> he probably thinks I'm still a dirty driver because I took him out and I admitted it. <laughs> hey, no, it, uh, it it takes a man to admit when when you've done someone wrong. I, I was uh, a similar thing. I don't think. Ed holds it against me anymore. My first season, um, I I took, uh, yeah, I was a little mad about how one of his uh, teammates raced me, and I I took it out on Ed, and he he's never paid me back for it because from from he probably all, raced Judge harder though. So. I, I'm sure and absolutely yeah. deserved, and and that's kind of how these things go. Um, but not I don't want to talk about me and other people. So you you guys have been here the longest. This is my third season overall. Um which you guys just mentioned like the the first season was twelve races. Yep. Was it just so it was just the a single cup series? Yep. The first all season. We had all we had the first season was cup cars. We started at Daytona, we finished at Kentucky. Um, Travis Miller ended up being our season one champion. Um, he was the overall points leader that, that year. We didn't do playoffs or anything. We didn't bring playoffs in until season two. Um, it was, it was more of an old school style of, of racing and it was was real short. It was a, it was an interesting season for sure. Um, we've, I I have to say, I, 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 I will own, you know, I was really brash and abrasive early on. No way. In no the way. Uh, first few seasons because I was 
very protective of what I was building. Um, and you know, it was like anybody that wanted to say anything negative, it was like, shut the fuck up right now or I'll kick your ass, you know? Yeah. And, this and is you my baby. And that's the thing is I've learned haters are going to watch you more than fans. You have to, um, I just, my mind just went blank. You have to welcome those guys with em- em- open embrace arms. Embrace. embrace. That's embrace the word the I was hate. trying to, Yeah. That's the word I was trying to think. Embrace. That's, you have to embrace the hate. Degree. And you have to welcome those guys in with open arms so that even though they don't like you or whatever, they're still contributing to what you're doing and what you're building. And ultimately you have to, the guys that are here, you know, you, yeah, you, as long as you follow the rules, and you do what the rules say, you can't take shit personal. Like that's the biggest thing is like, I would take shit personal um, because this guy was mad at me because I penalized him or whatever. Well, it's not me. I'm not the one really doing it. Yes. I'm the one doing it, but I'm not the one actually doing it. You're the one that caused me to have to penalize you. You're the one that broke the rule. And as long as you follow the rules and you stick to what the rules say, all the rest of it can just piss off because it doesn't matter. It's it's all about sticking to the rules. Is it, do you have it set up where you have to click the button after you read the rules? No. And say that you've read in that. Discord. Yes, in yeah. Discord. Yeah, it's not set so up it's, in. It's not set up like, for the like. It's not set up to read the league rules. It's set up to read the Discord rules. You have to read the no. Discord rules. Um, it's like the Apple. EULA agreement that everybody just scrolls down through and just clicks the button so they can yep. keep on going. So some of these people and kudos to Travis Twitty for making the cutoff last season because he went and read the rule book. Yep. My man, my <laughs> fucking, he's still a hero to me for this. I wanted so, him to win the race tonight. I'm not going to lie. I was pulling for him. Yeah, I, me I was too. rooting for him big time, big time. But it just goes to show people need to actually read the rule book. Because when you come back after, you know, make a decision on a race call and looking at replays, when you post the actual rules up there and they come back and still have comments, you you kind of don't have anything to say. These are the rules. This is what we go by. It's black and white. I don't play in gray. It's just black and white. This is the rules. This is what's going on. This is, we go by the penalties, everything like that. It's just black and white. Yep. And Anything in the gray area you want to bitch about and cry about, then too bad. It's we go by black and white. Yep. And I don't get mad, and I don't hold hold grudges. It's just let's go have fun and let's do better. One thing I can say is, it's all about who you surround yourself with. That's how you grow as a person, and that's how you become a better leader is by putting the right people around you. You have to, a leader depends on those people that they put around them as much or more than they depend on their, their own know-how or whatever, you know, their own stuff, like they, their own experiences you take and put the right people around you as a leader. And, you know, it's, it's almost like you're fortifying what you've already got. So, and I can say, you know, early on, I didn't necessarily have the right people around me. Um, Obviously, once Alex became part of the group, Dave, Farmer, David, you've been here. Um, you know, you put those guys around you and you 
all grow together and you build on what's there, it, you can really, it's a, it's amazing what you can accomplish. I mean, um, I don't think anybody understands besides maybe the ones that are really close to the circle and, and how much work really does go into managing and running a league. It's, it's a lot, man. It's not just like pick it up every, every once in a while and put it down. You've got to stay on top of this shit every single day. You're, you know, messages coming in left and right guys, you know, obviously not they're They're going to be sending replays. And, um, yeah. <laughs> when I tried to, when I tried to handle all that alone, it was too much. It was way too much. And David the whole time is preaching to me, uh, bracket, David bracket is preaching to me. You got to put guys around you to filter out the bullshit. And once I listened and, you know, heeded his advice, that's when uh, things become a lot easier for me, and and you know, I, like I said, that's I got a you know big salute to you because if it hadn't been for that, I would have probably still been digging in the mud, so to speak, and dealing with bullshit. Because now that we have a system aligned with the league and we can handle things, if it's serious, it comes to me. All the minor stuff, you know, is under the surface, so to speak, and that's the way it should be, because that allows me to focus on competition and making sure that this business is ran as well as it can possibly be ran. Um, so like I said, big hat, big hats off to you, man. Kudos. Appreciate everything you've done to help with, uh, getting me in the right headspace and getting me, to see that it's, it's the bigger picture ultimately is the thing for me is, you know, having the right guys around you. Just don't shut it off yet. There's still room to grow. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's always improvement. Long, long, long way to go, and nowhere near done. Yeah, and and maybe sometimes it's not going as fast as you wanted to, but we we just gotta keep just hammering away at it. Yep. You're still here, what season six? Yeah, it's and there's been times I'll be honest, I wanted to quit. Like I've told David multiple times, dude, I just can't take it anymore. I'm gonna quit. I, mean, oh, I just I've, can't. I can't I've, do I've this. Heard it. And, yeah, I mean, heard Alex it heard it too. Times. <laughs> and oh, I said, Jason, oh. just fucking quit. And then he didn't quit because he cares too much. And I knew that when I said it. Yeah, but so, in the, at the same time, I, I wanted, I, I mean, like, that was probably one of the closest times I've ever actually been to just being like, hey, guys, here's your, all your money back. I'm done. Social media doesn't help. When I did this years ago, we didn't have social media. All you had was email and through. It was OLR, just a web base. It kind of went outside of the Sierra servers. And it was kind of the same thing, but it was just old. And this was, <laughs> we were still running. I think it was Windows ME was the new <laughs> operating system. So Millennium edition, baby. <laughs> yep. So it was way different. And I don't know how you really do with this, with all the social media that's that's out there and kudos to you jason because i wouldn't be giving my freaking hey dm me uh, and hey that's a new term for me dm i didn't <laughs> know what that was for a long time but yeah you got you got guys blowing up your shit all the time now freaking all about this and yeah so kudos to you for for handling that yeah you don't yeah, have still got some work to do you don't um, have time for a life outside of this, though, honestly, is the problem at times. And I think that that's one like that was one of my biggest issues early in in the building of this was I was putting too much time into this. Mm -hmm. So now I've learned, you know, fuck it. You've got to you've got to take me time. You've got to step away yep. and just 
shut everything down, whether it be for 24 hours or whatever. Um, you know, and Alex, he can attest to it. I've been, I've done it like, and that helps me come back renewed <laughs> oh, and refreshed. Know. Yeah. I mean, it, it happens and you gotta, but, you gotta delegate and you have to have people that you can trust, trust yes. delegate to. And even I, I think that you trust me doing this stuff. And even when I do it, they're like, God damn, when I do this, everybody fucking hates me. And then you're like, Oh yeah, this is how it is for me every week. And I'm like, yep. I'm just, tr- I'm just trying to be you. And then people are saying, oh, you're not Jason. And I'm like, well, fuck, man, I'm trying. <laughs> and we still, have that, we still have that, that really, I don't know how you guys are with your religion and everything like that, but our religion have it. Bluegrass is the rule book. Yes. A hundred percent. And yeah. I've seen a lot of people, at least we're consistent. Or Jason's consistent. Everybody that's in this is consistent. As long as we stick to that, then if you want to go someplace and find something better, you know, we'll try to work with you as much as we can. But if you don't like that, then here's the biggest thing that I've seen. Here's the biggest thing I've seen is these guys that they, the grass is greener on the other side. What ends up happening is they'll leave and they come right back. Maybe, (laughs) maybe a season two seasons they're they're coming right back it it's because what we have is done the right way and i do care so much about it that i make sure that it's continues to be done the right way so um not just here to fuck people around or you know screw around with uh people it's serious shit and it's it's never going to be perfect. No, no one's always going to agree with the call you make or the call no. I make or the call that David makes. It, anything that and that is just and, and I know I reference this a lot on here, but this is this is just like real life motorsports in in this specific way. Uh, guys don't always agree with the call of the officials. They're going to say, fuck these guys. They're in the pockets of so-and-so and they're doing this because they've got this on the line. And that's, that's just, this is, this is as close as it gets. Cause I, I'm not like a professional driver, but like I've done this stuff and this is how it goes. Sometimes like some Jason's mind, you're and it do what? And Jason's mind, you're semi-pro. Well, yeah, that's we technically, if you want to go by definition, is we're we're doing it for money. So we are semi-professional. If you want to look at it, like I mean, in in real, like really lay it out there, that's what we are. I mean, at the end of the day, um, so uh, maybe I at times, you know, you know, I expect more out of some of these guys. Uh, I'll be the first to admit it, but other times, you know, I've come to realize it. It's not going to be perfect. It's not going to go the way we want it to go. Nothing's ever going to work out the way that anyone anticipates. Um, but at the end of the day, it's still, we're all having a fun time and we want to continue to provide that experience. And that's what we're here for. We're here for an experience. And like Alex said, this is, you know, closest you can get to real racing, man. Yep. And you said you expect more. I got, you probably expected more out of me tonight. And I bet David did too. I bet yeah. a lot of guys did. And I, I was that, hoping to get up close enough to piss you off. <laughs> we'll we'll save that for Bristol Dirt. I bet we piss each other off nope. there. I'm, and I'm, it I'm, I'm skipping that one. You know, like here's the thing. Yes, I like uh, I did expect uh, more uh, out of you. Uh, uh, David, you're gonna skip 
Bristol Dirt, because you don't like running dirt, here, live, in front of the world, all 13 people that listen to us, I'll pay your fucking entry next week if you'll race with us on dirt. Nah, you ain't gonna do that, but yeah, I say I'm not gonna, but yeah. I'm a glutton. <laughs> I'll probably be there. I don't probably will. Yeah, what, yeah, what else do you got to do? <laughs> oh, shit. I got all kinds of stuff that I could what? do. <laughs> what? What are you going to so do? We're off next week. Um, yeah. We, we actually won't be back until after the new year, after tonight. Um, so I know a lot of guys were saying some stuff earlier about they thought maybe the break would gives guys time to get their shit together and I've seen somebody say no it's probably going to be a bigger shit show at Bristol Dirt we can't have that negativity and that negative mindset because when you have that negativity and that ne- negative mindset you can you know you can speak that into truth so to, so to speak and that shit will come back on you man like karma's real bro and I've seen it unfold on the racetrack racing I call it racing karma because guy will do something and then X amount of laps later, he gets something done to him. And I'm like, see, fucking racing karma, dude. It's real. Every every sport has a God. I, I watch a lot of basketball. And when something happens, they'll say, well, the basketball. I don't see no Celtics green in there. <laughs> You're goddamn right you don't. <laughs> <laughs> You're not a basketball fan then. Uh, I'm a Spurs fan. It's tough times for us right now, but you can't <laughs> hate us. Um, But... <laughs> Anything that happens on the field of competition, eventually it comes, it pays you back one way or the other. If you've done it the right way, it will pay you back handsomely. If you've done it the wrong way, it will pay you back in the way that you don't want it to. That, yep. That's just how it goes. Yep. And it can as be from. As, so, go ahead. As much as I'd hate to say it, I'm kind of missing Keith Hackney. <laughs> I'm not the hugest fan. He's a good, I don't dislike anybody but for somebody that puts so much time in it shows oh god it shows maybe it's a little bit of jealous because he has that ability to put that time in but yeah he's i guess the biggest thing for me is just he sounds like a little kid every time i hear him come on the mic and he's a 32 year old man he sounds literally like he's 14 (laughs) exactly that's that's what i thought you can Hey, if you look in the right places, you can find videos of him singing. And my God, is it not just the funniest fucking, fucking shit? Fucking hilarious. Fucking Keith, if you're listening, stop. Does he, heli- he got helium piped into his house at all times or something? <laughs> I, th- I think that's just what he breathes. That's how. That's why his head's so fucking big. That's possible, just, too, yeah. Just, it just, it's just pumping up, and he's just going to float out of his fucking house. He's probably so excited right now. He's probably a little pecker boner from us talking about him right now. Yeah, just, just hearing his name yep. every time. His ears are tingling. He's, uh, he's smiling ear to ear right now. He's loving it. He heard his name, and he's just like, yeah. oh, they're talking about me on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Well, he's, he's, <laughs> lucky, he's lucky there was weather involved at Pocono. Cause I don't think he would have won that race at Pocono. Cause I know somebody that's really fast was really pissed that they lost power and couldn't race because, uh, yeah. Yep. Hey, I don't, I don't think the results would have been the same, but we'll, we'll save that for another day. Yeah. It should, <laughs> should be interesting. I want to, I want to say though, Keith has grown in this league. Also, the dude went from so much, so to much. fight with people and, uh, you know, 
he's kind of a nuisance to me in the beginning, just to be honest. He was like one of those in the, guys. In the beginning. In the beginning, he, he was a nuisance to me because I was he was always messaging me, bitching about this guy and that guy. And I'm like, God, was this guy is he was like he reminded me a lot of Alex Huffman, to be honest with you. Oh, uh, oh God! And, and he doesn't talk that much, though. And well, he did in, in times and <laughs> in, in DMs. Uh, but yeah, he come. He's come a long way. He's a he's a good dude. Just like yeah. Huffman's come a long way. Huffman, yeah. obviously, he he and I didn't see eye to eye in season one, two of Bluegrass. Like I had to ban him from the Discord, ban him from the YouTube, like ban him from the Facebook. <laughs> I mean, can but, you still do, can you still do that? Yeah, but we. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But I'll we uh, right we've we've had uh, we've come a long way. So both of those guys have grown a lot. Um, Uffman still has a little bit more growing to do. I feel like, but he he he's all right. He's a good dude. He means well. That's what that's ultimately in, at the I, end of the day. That's what I see. I I just need him to talk. Just stop talking shit about my base paint jobs. I do it for fun, man. I ain't a graphic designer. Oh, you he too, loves, Jason. He loves you, ripping on. You hey, what you I love say, what I say. I do. You I come, do. You, yeah, you came on my channel the other day. Like, oh, you gotta have Scott Fritz or Alex Huffman do a base paint. Like, I don't need that shit, man. I'm here for fun. <laughs> I wanted to say ass plaster real big on it, and I can do that. Uh, it's it's fun though. It is fun ripping on you guys because y'all fucking sure as hell rip on me. Yeah, yeah. Mighty. Clear comms. Clear comms. Clear comms. Right. Clear comms. <laughs> merch coming soon. <laughs> So yeah, it's been fun, man. It's been a, it's been a tumultuous ride. Um, starting this thing out and where we're at now compared to where we were is a big difference, but yeah, it's fun hey, stuff, Jason, man. You actually met these guys all face to face and in person, right? Huffman winners, all the, they all rolled up in freaking F three fifties, didn't they? No, Huffman drove a, he actually had a Camaro at the time. He had a blue yeah, and white Camaro. He rolled yeah, up in. He, He's he's a Ford or a Hyundai driver, not a not a Chevy guy. Uh, he he, he, he got to roll up into like a F one fifty eco and and a, and a little wiener truck. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> uh, he he rolled up in a in a Camaro, uh, riding Justin rode with him. Um, his girlfriend's car. <laughs> he he. I don't think he has that Camaro anymore. He got no, rid of it and got something else now. Uh, I don't remember what it was. No, that's like three cars ago for him now. He yeah. tells me about it all the time, how he hates whatever he has. But uh, he's into the Prius now? Pretty much. My, probably. <laughs> and and I know we're getting sidetracked here, so I'm going to bring us back before oh, we yeah, shut you. the shit down. But we got to make some picks yep. for Xfinity oh. and Cup for the rest of this week. Yep. My God. So let's pull up the motherfucking roster and see what we got. Holy I don't shit. know Xfinity. Uh, I know you're like me. X- Xfinity is the toughest one for me, dude. I never would have thought Jason Anderson would have won last week. Like, like I said, who the fuck is Jason Anderson? I mean, that's, I'm that's not saying that. Of, that's the name of this episode. Who the fuck is Jason, Jason Anderson? I mean, honestly, I'm not, and I'm not trying to be dis- disrespectful or anything like that. I mean, we're we're cracking jokes, but like seriously, who who are you, bro? Like, come talk to me. I I, I need to know more about you. Like, I know you won last week, Actually, but I'd like to have you on the podcast next week. Why don't you come and show us your face so we know who, who you are. are? Yeah, that would be a that would be uh, fantastic. And then also to 
kind of branch off of that. Anybody that wants to be on the podcast, DM me or Alex, either one. Let us know. Hey, if, if for instance, like if Mike Peters wants to be on the podcast, we uh, talked about this briefly the other day, and I and Alex on, suggested Mike. it as a joke, and I was like, well, let's fucking do it. I was like, let's really bring him on if you want to do it. And, and so we ended up bringing David. We already had David lined up. But like, we would love to have your uh, have you on the podcast. Give us your side of everything, and t- and hopefully we're fucking beyond what we talked about last week. Hopefully that shit's in the way in the rear view. But you know, if you want to put your your side you know, of whatever, it's it's still going. There's another seventeen paragraphs that I'm not going to read. Yeah, but <laughs> anything else, you know, we, if you want to talk about, well, let's do it, man. Know. Let's let's talk about whatever, and uh, that goes for anybody else. Um, and wants to join us and talk to us, feel free, you know, to come and give us your side of things. Like, let us see a face with the voice, you know, a lot of new guys that we want to actually get to know and see who they are. So, um, definitely reach out to us. That's what we're trying to get across. So, picks. All right. Xfinity time. Um, Who's first? You guys, I mean, I can go first because I'm reading it, but I'm not going to feel real good about it. I'm scrolling through the names right now. Where, where are we at? Atlanta? <laughs> Atlanta, yes. Where such we a, race tonight. A, you such a crap shoot. Such a crap shoot. Um, That's the problem. I already got is, my pick if you want me to pick, but you could go if you want to go. Go for it. No. I'm picking, I'm picking Mr. Jim Ott. Jim Otter. <laughs> he's already got a win, but I think he's going to. Yeah. I think he might be able to finagle a second one there. Man, I, I'm having because I'm I'm trying to figure out who all runs this full time because there's 48 guys in here, right? I know I know who I want to pick because he's on my cup team and he's your best friend right now, Jason. Who? <laughs> I'm all right. I'm oh, Blake! You're gonna pick Blake? I'm a I'm gonna pick Blake because. Man, and so I know Blake from just through like a Facebook group where he and I I got him in here with us, and he oh, he's your a good fault. dude. It, it is my fault, and I man, he he came unglued last week. Yes, he did. And not only did he get kicked from the race, we kicked him from our channel and everything. He suspended I, this week. He cup. Yeah, I I know he's a good dude, and. I hope that he's able to get it back on the rails. And with this being the, the single race that he has to focus on this week, I, I'm hoping that he's going to make me look like a genius. Cause I know, I know he's talented. Yeah. I can he, see the he, talent. He, he's a younger guy. The emotions get the best of him sometimes as, hmm. as we've seen. Yeah. It is rut season. You know, it, you know, that uh, can be, have something that, to do with it. It's right. Yeah, that might be it for that him. That could be it. But, yeah. But Blake, if you're listening, if you're not, if you're not listening, I'm going to send you this fucking clip because I'm picking you, buddy. Let's get it. We got Blake and Ott. Those are our two. Oh. Yeah. So <laughs> brackets back here. He's just got the. He he's about to throw a dart low, and he's low, like. I could go long, low hanging fr- fruit because I know who's going to put the time in. Mm-hmm. Is he running? Oh, he's running. I know who you're thinking of. <sighs> he's had a tough start too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I'd like to pick him, but I think I'm going to go with Lancaster. Lancaster. 
So he's got uh, he's got a win already. So we're we're looking for uh, number two he's, with Lancaster, number two with Ott, and then number one with Hensley. So and yep. hope I, my my third pick that I somebody I'd really like to see up there is Twitty. Yeah, yeah. Twitty's hey, he doesn't he run full time in the in Xfinity though. He, oh, he, he just, no, he just ran last week. He's only ran the no. one off. Um, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what, when Twitty, when the day comes, when he wins his race, I'm making one post an hour on the hour for 24 hours straight <laughs> on our Facebook. It's it's all Twitty day. When he gets the win, it's Twitty day. We're, we're celebrating, baby. It's got to be the 29 post. My, yep. You're right. It has to be. We got to go 24 and then another five just to make sure he knows we love him. <laughs> All right, so let's move on over to our cup series and uh, pick a winner there. Who we going? Who we got there? Let's see. Let me get this bad boy pulled up. I went well, first, I mean, so I'll go last this time. Of course you will, you dirty bastard. <laughs> I'm trying to be fair. <laughs> no, it's not fair, man. Because <sighs> shit, it's such a tough one to pick. Because, like you said, it's super speedways. It, it is stacked and it's and a super, super speedway. Speed so it's, it's just kind of like a, a dice roll. Um, so, so this is what I'll say. I've, I've got my pick locked up based on how things went tonight and how tempers can take people over and kind of take them out of the race. Mm. There's, there's one person that cannot be affected by this. His emotions never get the best of him. I know you're talking He's, about already. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead and say it for me. Season two champ. Matt Grenier. Matt Grenier. He's <laughs> he's as cool and as calm as it gets. He never gets animated on the radio with us. I'm 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 on the map. Team boat 207, baby. Yep. All right, David. I'm gonna go with bracket. Wyatt. Yeah, you gotta you gotta specify. You gotta you don't get to get two. You don't get two specify. picks. You gotta specify. <laughs> that the uh, W bracket or the D bracket? I go with the W. W, okay. So we got Good call, good call. Wyatt and Matt. And that puts me in the hot seat for Atlanta. I think it's gonna be somebody I think it's gonna be Huffman. Huffy, he's gonna ride the. He's already in the back one. He's got an EOL. He's gonna stay in the back. He's so he's gonna try to avoid all the bullshit wrecks. This is gonna occur. I'm I'm telling you, Jason. One thing's gonna happen, and he's gonna get so fucking pissed that he can't see straight. Why? What is it? Because <laughs> it's Huffy. He's just gonna get mad. No, Something's he's gonna, gonna happen. He's gonna stay in the back. He's gonna stay in the back, and he's not gonna go anywhere until after the stages and all that bullshit. <gasps> Excuse me. And. Well, well, once they get done wrecking each other out, that then he's going to go to the front. That's what I. That's what I propose. He's not. He's going to ride around the back all freaking not long, just like ten seconds off pace or some shit. Like, all right. So double, double or nothing for this will go for the truck race next week. Um, if two weeks, Grenier, two weeks. If Grenier finishes ahead of Huffman, um, you got a sponsor, clean driver. If Huffman finishes ahead of Grenier, then I'll sponsor Clean Driver and Hard Charger. Okay, that'll work. Yeah, I gave you so, the odds. So that's tonight, how not this that's week. That's how confident not, I am in Matt. 
you're you're saying at Atlanta, if Matt finishes above Huffman, yes, okay, All yes, right. just to yes. clarify. And so yeah, so the following race, the following truck race, if you win, I'll sponsor Hard Charger and Clean Driver. Okay. But and if not, if, I'll cover it. I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. That'll work. Skin in the game, baby. Ooh, that's a rough one. You think, got the ice. You got the Iceman, and here's the cool thing, though. I get to dictate it. Yeah, I can. I can fuck this whole thing up for Jason. Oh, that's true. <laughs> true, it's possible. I won't do that, but I want him to know that I can. <laughs> He'll be over there on the bench with his buddy next time, though. Well, whatever. I'll sit right down. <laughs> whatever I on the sidelines yep I'll I'll be out there spotting yep but this has been a good what? episode I've enjoyed uh, this one we had David on it's been fun um, anything we want to add to it before we call it a night um, you got to shout out the sponsors I don't yep. know all of them alright I know I hope it's not See, the Butt Blaster 9000 because it's the number been- one sponsor is the Ass Blaster 9000 brought to you by Tushy Butt Products. You can buy them on Amazon.com. Uh, you know, we've got several levels of bidets. You guys think it might be weird to get water sprayed into your butt, but guess what? If you if you crapped on a surface, would you just wipe it off with paper? Nah, you'd put water on it. And that's why my butt is cleaner than everybody else in here with me. So <laughs> only if they were really a sponsor. That's the, that's the downfall. Anyway, so uh, yeah, we need to thank our thank our sponsors that we currently have, which are uh, Elevated Outdoors. I know I said uh, I think I said Elevated Hunting last night. It's Elevated Outdoors. Yep. Uh, we want to th- say thank you. Want to clarify that those guys are on board with us. Uh, we have Red Rocket Buildings and Barbecue, Kinder Performance Group, Barbecue. Huffman Design, Scott Frist Designs, Butt Kicker as always, J&J Gaming, and to anyone else, if I have left you off, just send me a, send me a reminder. I think I got everybody, but... Um, oh, Dub Print. I forgot Dub Print's Twitty. Uh, yep. Twitty's brother, Dub Print. They are also uh, contributing sponsor with the uh, trophies and stuff. Um, so we want to say thank you to those guys, and we appreciate having y'all as sponsors on uh, Season 6 of Bluegrass. Great. And for Alex and David, I am Jason Collins, HMFIC, signing off. Have a great night, great rest of the weekend. And uh, if we don't see you before uh, Christmas, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year.